I'm Nicole Story. I'm Oscar Duran. And this is Dating. And Other Paths to Suicide. Where we take a look at dating, relationships, and sex. So there's that. <laughs> we got to get this one on the record. We got to get this one on the record. <laughs> so we're on and we're live. Um, so the we're talking about drug use and stuff like that and recovery and mm-hmm. sometimes you're addicted to some and some not in yeah. case you're listening to this. Um, but, you know, I, it, it, the reason I want to get it on air is because it involves dating and a dating app. And somebody... I just put on there that I'm straight edge. Yeah. it's. I think it's the quickest way to kind of get across instead of saying sober. Right. Uh, I'll say I'm straight edge and then I'll get questions like, how long have you been? I'm like, well, four years. Yeah. And then like, I got a question asking me, uh, do you have any problems with uh, smoking? Not cigarettes. But I'm like, well, obviously, I mean, I'm. I'm assuming it's weed and you not meth. You got asked if you're 420 friendly. <laughs> right, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I'm if like, it's meth or crack, then yes. You can smoke a lot of things, let me tell you. You and can I've, smoke banana I've peels tr- if you'd I've like. I've tried a lot of shit. <laughs> Have uh, you tried the banana peels? No. <laughs> no. But I've done some dumb, stupid stuff. Same. Um, but the, the funny thing, I, you know, I'm completely okay with my partner or whoever I end up with. If they smoke a little weed to sleep or whatever, they do drugs recreationally. Yeah. If I'm seeing it's an unhealthy habit. Right. Then I'm like, that's more of a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I she, ne- she hasn't responded. I don't know if she will. But I said, well, I said, well, you know, it depends. I said, it depends how much, how frequently. Right. And uh, the reason. Like, why? That's fair. And then nothing. So, I mean, it's been given. It's been about 24 hours. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I'm just assuming that it's not, you know, it, I have to be completely or not at all. Right. Right. And at that point, again, maybe I'm assuming, but I'm assuming it's probably smoking all, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's possible. And then maybe I called her to, into questioning why she does. Or maybe <laughs> they feel like they don't know an explanation to anyone and they're just like, well, fuck him. That could also be it. Because, I mean, it's not an and inappropriate and that, question no, you, at all, but you, you know. know how people are about what they do. Yeah, but she brought it up. <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. brought it up, so I figured I'm like, oh, okay, it depends on this, and these are my boundaries. And you're all, and that's like you speaking your truth, regardless of if she likes it or not. Right. And, and that's really what counts at the end of the day yeah, is being yeah. honest. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind somebody who, um, who drinks or whatever. Like again, it, it's in moderation, whatever. Right. Like if you're not an addict, you're not in recovery, you're not an alcoholic, whatever, like right. you are who you are. Hopefully I like you for you. Right. Basically you just don't want someone who's in an active addiction like, Yeah, exactly. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Because typically <laughs> they, they have other residual stuff that they need to work on and right. all this stuff. Right. Um, you know, and it's it, a part of the reason I'm, I'm so open to it again. I had to kind of get past this idea of like, maybe I want to be, it's hard to explain being sober to somebody and your partner and my sponsor after my last failed relationship, he says to me, he's like, is this the last fucking time you dated in the program? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, Good yeah. job. And he's like, he's like yeah, just yesterday, he's like, promise? I mean, I promise. <laughs> I promise. But there's so many cute girls in there. Man. Yeah. But like, uh, what is it? Uh, what, what, what's, the, what's they say? The, Don't shit where you eat. That Well, that's one. <laughs> the... The odds, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. I told my counselor that today because right. I was actually talking about dating in the program and why I don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? It's like uh, I I can have these women in my life, but the, I, I've learned that they have to be as friends. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You yeah. know, and I can have really great, cute friends. Right. I just can't date them. Right. And, right. you know, it's in the, eventually it's just about outlasting that desire and that want and then getting to the friendship and realizing, oh, it's a really good friendship. And when you've been friends with somebody for long, you start to see the cracks and they uh-huh. become, you learn like, oh, maybe this person isn't quite a fit for me. She does this, this, right. that, and the other thing. You like actually learn about the person because mm-hmm. that initial attraction is based on this idea of them and how you think it will feel to do things to them. It's mm-hmm. not so much about like who they are. Well, you're you're, you're looking at them through rose-colored glasses. Right, it's, 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 it's the fantasy. very fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like in um, like High Fidelity, like how he talks yeah. about it. It's just the fantasy of them. It's not really about them. It's because they all have that un- that pair of underwear that you hate. It is is this the one that he uses the example. Like everyone's going to have these things where you're just like, I can't stand this. We don't have anything in common. You're like, well, you actually do, but you're just focusing on the bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You wouldn't have been with this person if you didn't. 
Right. And then, um, but you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it can get very easy to stag- get stagnant and, and stuck in yourself and blame the other person. Yeah, right? definitely. You know, I recently had an epiphany with like in, in, in relationships where I've been dumped. It's, uh, it's rarely that like, you know, sometimes things change, but I, at least m- more in the most recent relationships that I've been in, I would say in the last, at least, I, you know, during my sobriety. Yeah, those are the ones that count. Like the other ones are just... <laughs> yeah, they're messy. Yeah. But at least like the last four years, yeah. they, um, I've been completely transparent and really kind of honest from the beginning, at least on my end. Yeah. And, I, and I can say that honestly. Yeah. Like I totally have. Yeah, that's what counts. And um, the, if, they're per- if they're saying they're, they're leaving me for some reason or whatever... It rarely is. Looking back in hindsight, it rarely was anything that had to do with me. And it's very easy to take it personally, but it was absolutely, and not to talk shit, but it like they probably had their own shit. Yeah, well, as right? we all do. That's yeah, not like, talking like shit. Like one ex told me, you know, uh, you know, you need to work on yourself. You have these things, yada, yada, yada. And then recently I find out that she just literally fell right back into the same pattern. And like part of me is like, man, I felt bummed because I was like, oh man, I'm, uh, I was, I, it could have been anybody. She could have moved here and then been with anybody. It, it didn't matter that it was me. And it made me feel kind of very replaceable and, and like I wasted a year and a half of my life. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt kind of some empathy and being like, man, I really hope that she figures that out. Right. Because it's really shitty to get into near 30. Yeah. And then be like, fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just wasted you know, a good portion of my young years. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, I mean, a good portion, my 20s. Right. Which are, you know, really, really about figuring this stuff out and hopefully getting some of the kinks worked out by the time you're 30. I Although wasted my th- 20s. I completely <laughs> squandered yeah. my 20s. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. And that's, you know, that brings us to the theme of like aging and relationships <laughs> and dating, right? Yeah. And romance and... and um, When's your birthday? Is it... My belly button birthday, yeah. as we call it. Yeah, isn't it coming up? It's in August, yeah. yeah okay. I just got four years. Oh, did you? Sweet. On July 5th. Oh, that's sobriety. fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then um, I got to go to, uh, I went to Portland, and I mm-hmm. spent some time up there. I got my chip up there. Oh, sweet. And that's awesome. I hung out with the girl up there. Did you? Yeah, it nice. was just, yeah, it was fun. Cool. It was, she, she was fun. She was a good time. Nice. And not like in a dirty sense. But like we we went up to LA, we hung out, we got to know each other. Yeah. And it was really neat because we were. She was just like, I I can't really jump into anything because my sponsor this, and I'm like, yeah, me neither. Let's just kind of like make out, like go to the beach, and then just like leave it at that. That's awesome. You know, and I was like, cool. That's freaking fantastic. And it was great. Yeah. And it was great, and it yeah. felt really good and healthy. Right. That's so, the dream. That's the dream. Is for it to feel healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like it just it, you know it it was what it was, and if it goes anywhere at some point, cool. But if not, fucking oh, my higher powers plan. Right? Trust in the process. Exactly. Yep. Um. But anyway, I did that, and then I'm turning 30 next month, and that I think uh, I'm 31 days away. I was doing the math. I was yeah. Like, you told me you were trying to stay single. Yeah. Until the 30. Until yeah, you turn 30, 30 and yeah. possibly the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'm keeping track of the goals. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Keep you Keep, honest. Keeping me accountable. <laughs> I, and I think the big thing right now is that I'm um, I'm in, at a point where I'm starting to open it up, op- open up to kind of whatever the universe is throwing my way. Maybe yeah. not start a relationship in the next 30 days. But being open to being open to starting one. Right. To like, yeah. Or at least like to like, let me see the signs. Let me see where I'm at. Let me see if I can... F- I mean, obviously, I can still flirt, but like, oh well, yeah. To see like what's out there, yeah, right, and start interacting with, testing with the women, waters. stuff like that, yeah, you know, and then getting coffee or whatever, yeah, but yeah. nothing serious, yeah, no, just casually uh, dating yeah, and yeah. kind of warming, warming up for when that right person comes along, right? Because you know, it's like a marathon, right? You got to practice before, you got to train before you actually get into something, yeah, right? yeah, or you can get into something and then have to do a lot of catching up real quick to make sure that you can keep it cool. That's what I had to do because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't quite ready yeah. and i found somebody really amazing and i had to do a lot of work on myself real quick yeah <laughs> yeah because then you hit that wall and then like a marathon you hit that wall and you're like fuck am i gonna finish you're like yeah you are mm-hmm. yeah you know, so yeah you're, you're it's like mind you're gonna put your mind to it and do it right yeah yeah that's how you know i mean like mo- 
most people in recovery that I've found most, I say most, are like really, <laughs> really intelligent and pe- like people who are also really capable of like high into or high insight and like emotional yeah. intelligence. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you don't meet a lot of like real dummies Mm-mm. in recovery. Mm-mm. Like for the most part, it's really, really intelligent people that don't know how to cope with their pain. It's a lot and of overthinkers. Y- right. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard that this weekend a lot about, you know, it's what it really, really comes down to is destructive thinking patterns mm-hmm. and getting out of those and learning yeah. to change your destructive thinking patterns which is a bitch yeah like i was talking to my counselor earlier today about um like um counseling people with ocd and she was Uh. saying that it's really really difficult because people come in wanting help with their ocd but helping with that involves a good amount of exposure therapy and it's too hard they don't want to deal with it they're like no this is really hard this is really scary i'm not ready for this i thought Mm -hmm. i was but i can't handle it and that's kind of how it is like dealing Mm -hmm. with your issues within a relationship too you just like expose yourself to the stuff you're not ready to handle and you like roll through it yeah (laughs) and see if you survive yeah it's, it's yeah exactly <laughs> you know exposure therapy is uh since i have ocd it's very minimal now so it's just like little ticks and at this point i'm like whatever i i have it too my fella has it like yeah. it's I, I think it's most people are on point. some spectrum of it yeah. mine involves yeah. everything looking perfect at all times yeah. and my boyfriend is a really messy person so i've gotten exposure therapy simply through being with him yeah. Yeah. and i've really loosened up a lot yeah like it yeah. used to really upset me when there would be shit on the floor and dirty dishes in the sink i mean not mm-hmm. literally shit there's no shit on the floor <laughs> right right like things no yeah. i get it i get it no, like I, messes would aggravate me really bad uh-huh. and i've mm-hmm. noticed in the last year since i've been with him i've really chilled that's one way to look at my ex i guess she was just me just working on myself she was improving <laughs> your distress tolerance abilities <laughs> was some distress let me tell you. i get it man i've been with some fucks and now that i look back on it i can really thank them uh-huh. for the things that i've learned and for making me a better person yeah like you know yeah. thank you for making me more able to handle the fact that the world isn't always full of nice people <laughs> yeah yeah and it's true i mean that's what it is and i think you know with coming back to age you're not really going away from it but it's the I think earlier today is that it's I was kind of pondering all of this stuff, what we were going to talk about. And I was in a place where I was feeling very jaded, you know, and, you know, I think you you are exposed to more people and then you grow from every single situation. I think that's just kind of part of aging and then and dating. Yeah. Right. It's like if I I genuinely think that it's it's there's good times to be on your own. But if you're not in a relationship, you're not going to learn how to be in a relationship. To an extent, yeah. Yeah, and it's like you learn, you learn through trial and error. You learn through experience. Yeah. So like the the more you fuck up, the less likely you are to make those mistakes. I also heard this last weekend. I took a friend to to brunch, and she was telling me she's like every she she's heavy into kind of therapy and stuff like that. And I guess she was talking about how uh every relationship is an amends to the last one <laughs> i right? like that so you're trying to you're trying you're trying to make up to your ex in this one right and by and you're overcorrecting sometimes I don't you, you're smirking i, I don't want to make up i'm trying to hide my laughter <laughs> I don't want to make up shit to my ex. Right. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my ex-husband. I'd like to make up some stuff. So to like him. you. So like that's you, true. And it, I mean, part of it's like true, but at the same time, I'm like, well, if you made a mistake, the logical thing is to try not to make that mistake again. Right. So how much is it actually making an amends to your to your ex in this relationship, or is it just being a human and learning? And I think a lot of it is like that living amends progress process <laughs> where we yeah. make our amends yeah. by changing. Absolutely. Like, and and that I can see. I yeah. can definitely see that. Like knowing that you hurt somebody in this way, so going forward in your life, knowing you're not going to do that thing again, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I can see that actually to an extent. I I was. Um, hostile to the idea at first because I immediately thought of my horrible ex and I was like nope nope got nothing to amend for there no. but if I, if I think about like you know other relationships that I was in that weren't like that uh-huh. then yeah I could see that as a possibility I okay. think when when people really 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 wrong you you don't ever want to do anything nice for them again <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely and it's like I go Again, like today, I was going through like ebbs and flows of being like very bitter than not and yeah. bitter than not. It's hard to always not be bitter. And it's I'm human, you know, and yeah. we're all human. But I, I, I was just kind of in a place where like, man, you know, I just want to cut all women off, turn 30, say fuck it, reach, you know, get through my 30s, do my own thing, go off, live somewhere else and just, you know, whatever. 
Yeah, let your kids grow up and travel the world solo. Yeah, just do my thing. <laughs> be, be a playboy for life. Yeah. Just a different woman just in a different country. Never settle down. Fuck them all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'll change. But right now, I'm just going through this phase of just like, even just like not feeling very kind of physically, you know, very sexual. And that's okay. You Maybe know. you've got kind of like an internal shift happening. And mm-hmm. so your energy is devoted towards whatever's happening inside of you in this transition. Yeah. And you're not necessarily as interested in chasing tail because you've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm just like, I think it's a combination of things, uh, anniversaries and um, and uh, birthday and all that. Yeah. And being like, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I need to focus on what's going on in my head. I really can't focus on the physical right now. Yeah. And when anniversaries and stuff like that come around, it causes us to be reflective, even if we really realize it or not. Like I had, you know, a mutual friend of ours talk about how, like, you know, those important dates kind of like live inside of us. And our mm-hmm. body tends to mm-hmm. sort of remember when anniversaries of like, if, like traumatic or wonderful or whatever. But like big events, like we, ca- we kind of hold those memories. You and physically, so, you physically experience it. Yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, I'll have times like, um. I think like late July of 2014 was like probably one of the worst times in my life. And I've noticed like late summers and stuff like that. I kind of get like a little edgy mm-hmm. and I'm just, and I think, I think it just has to do with like traumas and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I mean, it, it happens every year and uh, July is a weird fucking month for me. Yeah. July. And then I, it just so happens to be leading up to my birthday. So it's July and then December are always like heavier months for me yeah you know yeah and it it just like clockwork every year it just happens like something new occurred this last december so now next year i'm gonna have to deal with that double anniversaries of multiple events yeah and then i'm just like it's just like it's for some reason those times of year Mm -hmm. are just like the peaks so i'm very i have to be very vigilant about what's going on yeah yeah, I ha- I'm, I definitely have that same stuff with anniversaries of certain things. Like, definitely, I know from now on, March is going to be a motherfucker because that's when my dad died. And that's also mm-hmm. my fucking boyfriend's birthday. So that's going to be a hell of a month for me trying to deal with happy sad. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, now you're like forced to like kind of figure it out, balance it. Yeah, and right? I, I really feel like this last like five or six months that I've been through since my dad died, it has yeah. just been a lot of processing and a lot of growing. And I finally feel like I'm like coming out of it now that it's been about six months and I'm like fixing to turn 35 in a couple months and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. kind of feel like I feel like it's starting to kind of fade into the background and like mm-hmm. I feel a lot stronger Good. and like I've learned a lot and mm-hmm. like just just more like more resilient as a person and like yeah, just you know like they talk about how humans aren't really wired to be happy necessarily. That's not okay. really our purpose on this earth. We yeah. are wired to progress mm-hmm. and to perpetuate yeah. our species and to right. grow right. and to you know do all these things. And I think what creates happiness is the struggle uh-huh. and completing a struggle and solving a problem. So yeah. you can't you can't sit on your ass and go, "Why aren't I happy?" Yeah. Like you know, you have yeah. to be like working and struggling to feel that contentment that you get at the end. Of, you know, like a hard day's work. Yeah. You're not getting your hard days working how do you expect to feel satisfied <laughs> yeah exactly you know i went to the gym after work uh, f- after a day of kind of honestly feeling a little depressed feeling a little down again jaded and then i knew i was like i need to go to the gym no matter what because that's gonna help me move forward to get that energy out break a sweat yeah and then I'll, I'll i'll do this because this is always something it's funny like every time we have to do this like it's like my body already knows it's like starts going through some shit so like i'm able to kind of vent it like you're preparing yeah you're like body, working on your talk, shit list talk about physical reactions you yeah. know if your body's just like oh it's time to do a dump right right <laughs> you know an emotional dump i want to we got to change the name of this podcast or something to something really really filthy just called like the dump the dump or something like yeah that. feeling dump or something i don't know right. we can come up with something yeah creative. yeah we'll, we'll work on it and come back with some Absolutely. with our top 10 ideas next Absolutely. week Absolutely. If, if anybody has any ideas they're welcome to submit <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's um, I, you know, I was I listened to I was watching a comedian, an Australian fellow. He was doing his, his uh, special in London and he's talking about how he happened to be talking about getting older and like and hope and or like getting older and then depression and like around relationships and all that. Mm-hmm. And what what he says, and I can't remember his name, so. But um, whatever it either way, he's talking about when in your 20s, you're depressed and then in your 30s, you're still kind of depressed 
And like he says, you ever see a ninety person, a ninety year old person, or like an elderly person that's depressed? Like, no, right? Well, I mean, they're they're not depressed because for one, they're happy to be alive. That's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. But two, by the time you hit about your forties or mid forties, you've you've lost hope. <laughs> <laughs> You're done trying. <laughs> You're done trying. like, fuck it. We'll just finish the ride. Right. Like, so, like, <laughs> I th- he was saying, like, you know, in your 20s and then your 30s, you're, you're, you have all these like, ideas of, like, oh, I'm, I got, I'm, I'm going to meet the love of my life. I'm going to, I'm going to do all these, like, big landmark things. Yeah. And then you get into your late 40s and, and then 50s and you're just like, and then none, none of that happened. <laughs> and you're like, and, and not, and you're not depressed. You're just like, okay. It didn't happen. You just accept that life just is like, bullshit. It's whatever, right? <laughs> and uh, part of me was just like, "That's that's pretty funny." So he says, "Like you just, you know, you just have to outlive your depression." And it's it's these uh, let go of this idea of hope that it's gonna this this whole this magical kind of thing is gonna happen. Yeah. To change it all. Yeah. It's it's not right. It's just and you know there's gonna be yeah life is gonna be great and there's gonna be great moments and there's gonna be shitty moments, but there's not gonna be this big thing that's just like, oh man, like I'm I you know this is the thing that's gonna make me the happiest forever. Right. Like because s- nothing makes you happy forever. Right. You like stop waiting for the epiphany. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah, this like this it. whole thing, like you're this in right it. now, you're this is it. it. This is the moment. And now the moment's over and this is this moment. You're, like you're in it. You're living it. Yeah. And this is, this is just enjoy it. Stop waiting it. for something to happen. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, 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 it was this kind of this idea and which is really great, but I, I took it and just feeling a little down and whatnot. I was kind of getting, uh, I was feeling a little, um, t- I don't know, part partially probably because it was Monday and I was like, mm. Let's reflect, <laughs> which is a bad idea on Mondays um, because my life is great. But at the same time, you know, we look for the things that aren't good. Right. We don't see the white piece of paper. We see yeah. the black dot in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just I was feeling very jaded and being like relationships, you know, what's the point? You know, you're just going to end up using each other or like if I meet someone, uh, I'm going to know ahead of time, like uh, chances of this working out are not very high. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, even, is it even worth it? Right. And then so you're like, am I even going to? And it goes back to that, like having a willingness to be open minded. Open to because new experience. I don't. And part of and part of it is that a realization that nothing just happens. Right. You choose you choose for it to happen right you choose to be open to start a relationship yeah you choose to talk to a person to initiate that relationship mm-hmm. you don't just happenstance upon a person right and then it just happens right you your life is a is a series of choices and a series of outcomes and consequences Absolutely. to those choices yeah even falling in love is a choice right and it goes back to like you saying we're always moving forward right so if we're not moving forward we're not making any of these choices and we're not going to find love we're not going to get into a relationship um we're not going to get out of a relationship we're not going to do any of that right right we're stagnant yeah you're stagnant yeah. and, and the, it's human nature to to grow right Right. Right. At some point, it became human nature, not just to grow physically and uh, and spread our seed you know, <laughs> to perpetuate but, the species. Right. But to actually grow in yeah. internally. Yeah. And um, really kind of emotionally become these these bigger beings, these more aware beings become wise. I'm, I found this book in the thrift or not the thrift store, a used bookstore a while back, but it's like a 70s book and it's called The Roots of Consciousness and I'm reading it right now. And okay. it's, it's actually the part I'm in right now is actually talking about how prehistoric man wanted to explore his internal self and his consciousness and would mm-hmm. go into these really, really deep caves. And so like, you know, yeah, people have been exploring these ideas for years. Like that is a part of our fundamental nature mm-hmm. is to like explore our internal world as well as our external world Cause there's so much in there right the, it's fucking fascinating like the yeah. more work that i the more internal work that i do and like going inside and like thinking about like my consciousness and stuff like yeah. that like it just gets deep <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean i guess what, what's the biggest thing that you've noticed is change over time as far as like aging goes like do you feel like more jaded over time you're i mean i think we've touched on it a lot about like being more conscious and and learning from each relationship but i'm just so much smarter 
than I've ever been in my life. Like this, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be 35 in two months. And this is the smartest I've ever been. When's your birthday again? Like September 12th. 12th. Yep. Right. yep I'll be 35. Mm. It's, it, but yeah. it's kind of cool, though, because, like, my life is also in a good place to be turning 35. I'll be in school. I'm in a good relationship. Yeah, I, yeah it's you know, really good. I don't make a lot of money, but I have all my bases covered and, like, you know, yeah, all absolutely. that stuff. It's, so I... I do feel jaded about some things like we were talking about about the podcast about some of the stuff in the recovery community and stuff like that mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to navigate my way around that because I do feel jaded and bitter about that yeah like I'm kind of like starting to get to the point where I want to just like branch off on my own and like do my own thing and figure out what my recovery is going to look like because yeah. I feel a little rejected by the community and shit like that like yeah I am definitely less tolerant of other people's intolerance than I've ever been. I know how to stand up for myself in a way that yeah. I never used to be able to Absolutely. without being hostile. Absolutely. Like I protect myself better than yeah. I ever have before at yeah. this age. Yeah. Instead of reacting, I just, these days I just say good fucking riddance. Yeah, exactly. Like if somebody yeah. shows their like, you know, judginess or anger or bullshit to me or something like that in a way that I think is like hostile and disrespectful, like I'll cut them out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I used to stay in relationships with people that were like that because I you know wanted to be loved and yeah. I, I felt like I needed the validation and like I wanted to feel connected to this that and the other thing that's going on and now like I I really don't have a problem just walking away from bullshit mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah do you think as we get older we also I mean I think we realistically lower our expectations would you dare to say that we start to settle I think we realize that some things are actually good enough and maybe oh, okay. it's not really okay. settling. Maybe our expectations were ridiculous because the society that we live in promises us all that we're going to be movie stars and fucking, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, there's this capitalism machine that we keep feeding that they have to promise us impossible things to get us to keep feeding it and then like it's it's kind of like a lot of the message in fight club about how you know we're not all going to grow up to be actors and movie gods and rock stars and shit like that and we're slowly starting to realize that and we're fucking pissed off i think that's like yeah. the line from the movie yeah but it's you know so i'm not necessarily pissed off about that yeah. i'm kind of figuring out like what my place is and stuff but the older i get the more i realize that uh, the society we live in does not have our best interests in mind and the less I want to participate in the bullshit yeah. of a lot of it. Yeah. Like it's just, but you know, that also has something to do with the psychedelics. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's, you know, I, I, I feel, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm asking a lot of this stuff because I, I, again, I'm, I'm hitting a new decade and I'm wondering, I'm like, I'm figuring out like, where am I? Like, what do I want in a partner? What do you want? And in part, a partner? and part of me is just like, Am I going to just, I, I, I have kind of high expectations right now. As you should. Right. I kind of <laughs> have high expectations. Yeah. Never apologize for that. You know, like I want somebody who can see outside of themselves. It isn't a complete fucking narcissist. Uber important. Right. And so I've had the bad experiences with that, you know, with people who are just like, they can't, they, the, it's very kind of, um, it's not that they're always playing the victim or just like, but they, they can't stand for anything to not be about them. A lot of people in recovery, I find, are narcissists. Yeah, yeah. Because it, of just the nature of our minds. Yeah, and it's kind of a bummer, man. I'm like, Fuck yeah, it is. And Fuck I'm, those people. And I'm over like, you know, I want to I wanna be there and care about, you know, in, within the relationship, I want to care about you more than you care about yourself in the... It sounds kind of weird, but you know what I mean? I have no idea what you mean. Like, like you should care about yourself more than anyone else. Yeah. Like emotionally, have self-respect, all of that stuff. Yeah. But like you should uh, like I you shouldn't be like, I am the greatest fucking thing in the world. I should be thinking that. In a, in a way. Right. I mean, okay. like, it's like, um, and you should be able to see outside of yourself and see your partner and see that they had that, like, I guess they, they call it the theory of mind. Be understand that other people have their own thing going on. Right. And it doesn't involve you. Your partner exists independently of you. They do not just shut down when you leave their presence. They're not a robot. And apparently, and you mean, and not apparently, but it really has a lot to do with parenting as well. It's like if they have parent, they had parents who had, like, made everything about them. Chances are they're probably. But we can work past anything. There are people that have suffered such horrible for abuse. For sure, for like, sure, as individuals. And become wonderful I'm people. not going to be fixing anybody. Fuck that, too. Like, by the, I need to be with somebody who's figured that out mm -hmm. and who's fucking has some boundaries and can do that, right? So basically, you want someone who knows how to be an adult. 
yeah <laughs> yeah to say you know to be frank about it yeah and you know and i want somebody at this point i'm not gonna lie like i want somebody nice to look at somebody easing in the eyes well yeah because you gotta yeah. be able to keep that fire burning if you right. want to settle down yeah and at this point you know it's like i don't think um I don't know. I, I had I was so anti kind of being like, oh, I don't want to be I want to be with somebody and not have it be all about the physical and it be like I'm like, but I, I'm like I'm over myself and I'm being like, okay, who the fuck am I trying to impress? <laughs> right. I'm the least shallow. Pr- bring me your hairy. You're overweight. <laughs> right. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, cross-eyed. <laughs> in a perfect world, like I mean, like sure, but like I I really want to treat myself. <laughs> You know, and be with somebody who like cares, cares, you know, someone who keeps themselves up, keeps themselves, not just because, you know, I, I'm not saying I don't want somebody who's like thicker or anything like that, but like show me that you're, you're healthy and that you're, you take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Right. And that you care about yourself physically. Well, yeah. Cause you want it to last too. Yeah. And you want their body to last. I remember when, yeah. during the great quitting smoking war of 2018, when me and my boyfriend <laughs> or when my boyfriend decided that we were quitting smoking, uh-huh. I was trying to keep smoking and he picked that battle and he was like, listen. And like I want to spend my life with you I'm not going to be able to deal with it If you keep smoking I don't fucking want you to die of cancer when you're 50 Like if we're going to do this I'm going to need you to stop smoking with me And I was mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. you, if you if you put it that way you got it I want to spend my life with you too Let's quit smoking mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean But yeah you want someone who's going to be healthy And be around for you If you're going to make the investment You mm-hmm. want them right. to Invest in yourself Yeah and, it, and that's important Because somebody yeah. with self-love is somebody that's going to know how to love you. Who's healthy, takes care of their body. Yeah. And, you know, it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, you know, the last thing I want my partner w- saying to me when I'm in my 40s or 50s is like, you need to take better care of yourself because I'm not healthy. Right. You know, I, you know, I love my dad, but he he's had he's had ebbs and flows of just not being healthy. Yeah. And uh, my mom would badger him about it. And uh, now I do. But I'm just like, dude, like, take care of yourself, man. Yeah. I just saw. Right? An, yeah. I saw an example of that recently. My mom's older sister and her husband were married for like 36 years. They were like my my goal, my relationship goals couple. They were best friends. They were so good for each other. They were just the couple. And fucking he retired and she retired and then a year later he got diagnosed with lung cancer and died mm-hmm. like because yeah. he smoked his whole life and he couldn't quit smoking yeah. and you know that was a year after he retired they were like fixing to get an airstream and tour the country together and stuff like that like that's not going to be my story yeah no <laughs> you no know like I mean? i'm ready for my second life you know i had my kids mm-hmm. my er, at 21 Noah was born and it looks pretty good. Chances pretty are pretty good that I'm going to be done by the time I'm 40, <laughs> you know. And at this point, I want to get to 40 and be able to be like, okay, like, where do I want to go? Now if, it's Oscar time. Like, what do I want to do yeah, with my life? Yeah, because kids are a big my, sacrifice. And my money now. Yeah. And, you know, definitely my kids are a big part of my 20s as far as raising them in their younger years. Yeah. They're, they're, go- they're getting into, like, time, the time of their lives where they're – little more independent one and do less with me right they don't need dad so much yeah and yeah. they're hanging out with friends a little bit more which is also good for you yeah which is great for me you get to claim your some yeah. of your free time back so yeah so i get to focus on my career a little bit more in my 30s yeah in 40s it's gonna be like okay fo- i'll have the money they'll they'll be going to school and i'll be able to do my own thing yeah you know yeah and uh, that's i'm looking forward to that yeah you know? so i think it's kind of at this point i mean it's it's not that long, long off. I mean, 10 right. years at least. Yeah. 10 years flies by pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. I don't know where my 20s went besides, yeah. you know, down yeah. the bottle. <laughs> but like the time flies. Yeah. Time really it, flies. It and as really you get older, does. like it, it really does seem like it flies a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I'm I would I'm thinking I'm like thinking ahead. I'm like, you. I used to be kind of really not wanting to be with somebody who had kids mm-hmm. because I think I was still kind of focusing on my kids so much. Yeah. But now I'm totally with being with somebody who has kids and they're they're around the same time, like same age because they're on the same path as me. Yeah. As being like, oh, you're almost done, too. That's pragmatic. You're having your, <laughs> you're, you're coming up on your second life, too. <laughs> right. So like at that point, we can just both finish off together. Yeah. And then be like, all right, where are we going to go? Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Let's in, like we're going to get to enjoy each other. We're going to do some work like at first. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be great. And we're going to create some memories with our kids, you mm-hmm. know. 
but I'm going to, uh, we're going to be able to have some time together. Right. And it's not too, it's not too far off. No. It's and not too far off. It's very, you know, fairly recent in the future. It's, it's, it's enough time to be like, I feel like it's enough time to ask somebody and be like, Hey, like 10 years. Cool. Yeah. Like to do this. And, yeah. and 10 years in all honestly in a lifespan it's not that long and if you're with the right person ten the idea of like you know sp- spending 10 years like uh, let's like spend 10 years doing this real quick yeah and then we'll 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 get to it yeah but like let's yeah. do this yeah because 10 years is nothing if you c- if you're thinking about spending the rest of your life with somebody it's like yeah, yeah okay yeah. so for the first 10 years then there's another 10 years then there's another 10 years and whoever croaks first <laughs> is the winner <laughs> <laughs> They get a chicken dinner. <laughs> right, right. Because they can't digest anything else. Because they're old. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, th- you know, I think that's, th- that's kind of where I'm at with that. Like, I yeah. think it's, I, I'm aging and, and I'm future tripping, but I'm future tripping in the right ways because I feel like I'm finally in a place. I don't know. I feel like I'm finally in a place where I can, um, maybe it's financially, I'm very, pretty financially independent these days, which is really nice. Yeah. I'm able to kind of, um, f- future trip and plan yeah. ahead a little bit. Yeah, be like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. With this house, like, I'm tr- investing a ton of money in this house right now. Good, this is when an awesome it house. when it gets mm-hmm. yeah, and when it gets to like f- maybe a point like I can be like the kids can have the house. That's awesome. Or I can sell it and then divvy up the money. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. And yeah, there, for it's sure. So no, like at that point, it's like I there's a ton of stuff I can do. But I'm if it, it feels like so refreshing and so alleviating to be like this is where I am, yeah. And I have there. It's funny because it's almost like there is hope. Yeah, well, isn't it nice to yeah. be living your life and not someone else's? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're make yeah. you're making decisions for Oscar. You're doing what Oscar wants yeah. to do. You're yeah. You know you're not on somebody else's itinerary like you're like i feel like that time that you spend by yourself is so fucking valuable because you realize what it actually is that moves you and what it actually is like you figure out when you spend enough time by yourself what you actually want to do because you're not busy going along with somebody else and being a team player like the definition of compromise means nobody gets what they want (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was just joking about that the other day with my boyfriend because he want to watch something i want to okay i was like okay neither of us will get what we want perfect (laughs) that's 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 my tactic with parenting (laughs) you can't can't agree no one gets it that's perfect that's good parenting right it's good practice for real life that's how it works when you meet someone (laughs) yeah and i think it's just kind of how it is like all right well we don't let's just go with the middle one that's Mm -hmm. me halfway Mm -hmm. it's it's less than the meaning halfway it's 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 exciting i'm excited for the first time i mean there's that kind of a natural kind of dread of getting older trepidation yeah I mean, my friends, some of my friends are like, you got to do something. You really got to do something big. And I'm like, mm. why the pressure? I'm like, fuck you. You guys, don't got to do something big. You one can of my, do whatever yeah, you want. One of my friends is like, I'll, let me just take you to dinner. I'm like, all right. Like, I'll let you take me to dinner. But part of me is just like, I just, I, they're like, are you, why are you like, are you like hating on being, becoming 30? I'm like, no, I'm very excited about becoming 30. Mm-hmm. I think the whole kind of like, it being like a landmark and the expectation so much of pressure. doing something big for your 30th. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to have, I don't want to turn 30. I mm-hmm. just want to be 30. Right. Can we just get it over yeah, with already? For sure. Because like the anticipation is fucking killing me. Yeah. You know, and I think, and, but for the most part, I'm really excited. Yeah, well, and you're going to wake up 30 and it's, everything's going to feel exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, nothing's going to change. That's, that's it's going to be it, another day. It's just going to be another day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So honestly, like, I don't think I'm going to take the day off of work. Yeah. You know, I might do something special with people that th- that week in the evening. Maybe I'll, if people want to take me to dinner, cool. If not, whatever. I don't do exactly what you want to do. Like, right. Like, I don't mind t- being taken out to eat being taken out to eat i don't mind that either. like i don't mind that like if you want to invite me out great right but i'm not gonna i'm not it's literally like that's the day i don't want to fucking book anything i don't want to like worry about anything yeah yeah you for sure I mean? yeah no exa- that's how i do my birthdays yeah. like i don't make big plans i don't do big dinners i don't have parties mm-hmm. like I chill hard, like in the pajamas. And then like, you know, I'll go out and get exactly what I want to eat and watch exactly what movie I want to watch and see and talk to whoever I want to. But I don't like do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just do what I want. Yeah. And that's really yeah. the idea. Yeah. And as it gets closer, I'm just getting more and more comfortable with just being like, okay, it's just going to be, I'm just going to go into work. Um, 
it'll be good i'll chill it'll be nothing crazy you yeah. know well, and I then mean, go yeah. ahead no and then you know like hopefully at that point like i'll have talked practiced a little bit <laughs> and you know um i mean it's a month away who knows what's gonna happen maybe nothing will happen in the meantime but like i'll be able to kind of have an idea i mean i definitely have some crushes right now yeah 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 and they're, they're um it's it's neat i mean they're they're cute women and it's just kind of being like oh okay i'm not i'm not and i'm not going out there i'm honestly not making a lot of an effort in the sense that i'm not i'm not actively trying to be like hey like let's make something happen right right i'm just like okay i'm being very friendly and mm -hmm. genuine and you know just kind that's the way to be man. and then hopefully like um if, if everything lines up something will come together i i really feel like i'm i'm back to real you know i i get to this acceptance state then i push it away and try to run my life for a while and then <laughs> i get back to it but i'm back in the place where i'm kind of just like you know all i really ever need to do is the next right thing and life will work itself out mm -hmm. like that's that's my whole responsibility is just yeah. do the next right thing yeah like, and that's so easy like, yeah you know just don't be a fuck <laughs> yeah exactly you know and you know maybe I think it's uh, it, it just came to me as you were saying that it's like getting as I'm getting older, it's m less of like trying to make things happen and just allowing them to happen. Yeah, that's right? huge. And then give but also doing the next right thing, meaning I'm creating the environment for for which it to happen in. Mm -hmm. But it's like I'm I'm kind of over just throwing shit up against the wall and hoping something sticks. Right. If you get what I mean. Yeah, no, no. Like I I'm tired of like messaging girl after girl. Not that I get a lot of matches or anything, but like messaging girls on on uh, dating apps and being like, not just talking to myself. Just feels fucking meaningless. It really does, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I just want to kind of like, can I just like hang out with somebody? And, and like, like when yeah, when when the right thing comes along, there will be absolutely no question. Yeah, like it's and I'm kind of I I don't want to go on a date. Like yeah, I, like I really don't. Yeah. Like I really don't. Like if. If coffee, the the closest form of the date I'll go or go on is like, let's go to a coffee shop and grab food there. Sure, like Flying Star. Yeah. Right. If we go get like something there and like hang out and go yeah. on a walk and super low pressure. Yeah. When me right? and my boyfriend first met, I had him meet me at a park. Yeah. And we sat at the park yeah. and like did our initial bullshitting, seeing if it's going to work. And then it went really well. So then we went and played pool. Initial and that went really well. Initial and then we went to his right. house. Right. Like, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. but yeah, we, we like did it in stages. More, yeah. But I started at the fucking park because yeah. that's all the commitment I could really handle with somebody right off the bat. Like, I don't yeah. want to sit across from you at a table. I yeah. don't want you to buy me food and then think that I'm going to fuck you because you did. Or anything it's just like, like that. this whole ritual. It's that's job interviews. Gross. It's, it's, it's just it's gross. interview after interview. It's soul crushing. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm wasting my time yeah. here. Like, I yeah, got better be things to be doing. Yeah, because the the right the right person isn't gonna come along from marathon dating. The right person no. is gonna come along when you say fuck dating. I'm just gonna do my thing and see what happens. And yeah, that's kind of when yeah. it happens. I was telling, <laughs> I was talking, we were having like a break room talks uh, with some coworkers. They work on the editorial end of uh, the place that I work. And uh, somebody's like, oh, worst, worst, worst first dates. And I'm like, I've had some re weird like first and second dates, like mostly just like women oversharing and then crying, you know. Which Drinking? Is, no no just sober so wow yeah okay. so that that gives you an idea that's even worse right. i'm sorry it's right. so if rough we're out drink, there if we were drinking it would be like almost excusable <laughs> that's the only time crying when you first meet someone is acceptable is right. if you're drunk right but i think a, a big thing was that i was uh, they were like oh yeah they all had a story and, Don't and, we I, and I realized that they were a lot younger um because i they were they were telling me all these like stories like that had just happened to them. And they're like, what about you? Oh my God. Like I told them that kind of stuff, but I'm like, I don't have like an exact story. Right. Um, I think I said, they're like, why not? It's like, I just kind of end up like in relationships. If you get what I mean. Right. Like, I'm like, I meet somebody, it's going really well. And we're hanging out and we end up liking each other. And then all of a sudden, like we're dating. Right. Like, I don't think there was ever like, Oh, let's go on a date. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think at least the, the relationships I've been in. Yeah. But then again, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. What's the alternative to that? To that? How do other people do it? I guess the formal thing. 
Which is... Like going on a date, whining and dining, the whole thing. Oh. I mean, there's like special like... Like, I feel like they'll... Like, I've taken girlfriends on on quote-unquote dates. But like for, for birthdays, I'm like, I'm going to take you somewhere very special. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show you somewhere really nice. Let's do something fancy because it's a special occasion. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You know? But it's like... Uh, the the whole dating to get to know somebody yeah almost you you know maybe and i'm just thinking now maybe it's something that's so that's something that's so intimate that you should only be doing it with somebody that you really love and care about yeah remember when we first started doing this we started talking about dating versus hanging out and what the ramifications of those things are and like why you would go on a million dates with someone when you could actually just hang out and get to know them as a human well, you, I, I, I don't know how about you, but like I get a lot of I see a lot of men getting flack for being like and I hear women chattering about this being like, oh, he wants to hang out. They they'll categorize the guy as a fuck boy, you know, for like not really kind of immediately committing to something right off the bat. And it seems I'm you like, gotta earn that. Yeah, and you have to show. Like I feel like women are so fucking entitled well, to there, everything. There, there are like, don't I get me wrong. So there's a lot of, of fuck boys. There are a lot of fuck boys. There and are, hear, and I hear a lot of shit. And women tell me a lot of stuff, and I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, and it really catches me off guard because I mean, I mean, I've been told this before, but like, they're like, you're not like, you don't think like normal dudes, but it really surprises me what some guys will fucking do oh yeah dude men are dogs yeah like, and uh, i'm just like holy but, shit really but women are bitches and as a woman okay. i can fucking say that okay like women treat men like shit partially because men are fucking dogs but mm, it's yeah. it's like yeah. game theory man neither that. side yeah. is cooperating yeah. if both of us could just fucking cooperate and have mutual respect and chop tra- stop trying to fuck the other gender over then maybe we could improve some things but the way it is now it's like it's a war it's legitimately a war we don't trust each other we don't like each other we don't know what the other person's thinking. Like it's so you're saying like women's expectations are too high. Women are insane or entitled. You when said, it comes you said to entitled. Relation. Yeah, entitled. entitled. Like you know, oh, I'm gonna make him buy me dinner. I'm gonna make him do oh. this. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make him earn it. And yes, that is partially to avoid the fuck boys. But mm-hmm. how about just like fucking being real with someone and like have a, like having hanging out actually mean hanging out and yeah. like just spend some time with someone and stop fucking around with like all this fake posturing shit and just be human. What about like yeah, just being willing to be like you're gonna have to put up with some fuck boys and somebody said this morning and fuck girls you know but you're gonna have to put up with them to find some good ones you are so you the, gotta the, weed uh, through the bullshit if you're constantly trying to avoid them and your your entitlement and your expectations are getting in the way of maybe experiencing those you're never gonna actually filter through and find somebody good because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy if you tell yourself they're all fuck boys then they all will be because that's yeah. what you'll attract yeah like you know you, you, get have, what you, you get what you think about right well yeah and you also you attract what you're putting out there if you're mm-hmm. a toxic person who's playing games and fucking around and acting like an asshole you're gonna attract that yeah like that's who is gonna like you yeah. people who do the same thing if you're kind-hearted and gentle and you don't fucking play any games and you're just you know a nice fucking person mm-hmm. hopefully you know if the universe has any just at all you'll yeah. find another one of you <laughs> you yeah know? at least you'd hope so i think i did and i'm really happy well, no, yeah <laughs> yeah like you're a great example of that. I, I got really lucky though and you know I, but i paid my dues i was in an abusive relationship for a couple years and i've been you know i've been married and divorced and i've made a lot of mistakes and like through yeah. all those mistakes i learned how to treat someone yeah and how i deserve to be treated and that's you yeah. know and i won't accept anything less and that's part of yeah exactly that's why my like why i'm like I do kind of have higher kind of want to treat myself and have a little bit of higher standards right now. And there's nothing and the next person I date that because rarely, I mean, I feel like you hear about it on the, on the female end a lot, but rarely do you hear men talk about how like, Oh, the last person I dated was emotionally unavailable and abusive. Right. And it's just kind of like, it, it happens though. It totally, it totally. I think it's also gendered though, because men don't ever want to admit that they got abused. Right, like no. that's emasculating. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, but I know a lot of women who are fucking abusive to men. I've had, like, I've, been I've like, seen it. A I've lot. been like physically abused in the sense that like a woman would literally push me until like to not let me go and like pull me. And, I've like, done that to men in my twenties. Yeah, I did that like, shit. Yeah, like, and this <laughs> woman was in her early twenties, and we're friends now. And we're good, but like, she definitely did this to me. You know, physically, like, you know, and it's weird thinking about it because I'm like, ah, oh, you know. 
a part of me is like, oh, I let it happen. Yeah, you know, all that crazy right. shit. Right, right. But I'm like, no, I didn't deserve that. Right, no, it's still and bullshit. It's, and it Nobody makes, should it, do it makes that. sense as to why I was a little fucked up for a little bit after that. Yeah. You know, like I've been in relationships with a fucking narcissist, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not fucking cool. Oh, dude, no. Because my. then you're just like, am I then because you're always the bad person. Everything's always your fault. Yeah. And then I'm <laughs> a bad person yeah. and I'm an asshole and I don't care enough. And, I'll, and I'm just like, and then in hindsight, you know, thinking back, I'm like, you know what? Like I did. Fuck you. Yeah. Like word. I totally did. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't appreciate it. So that's like to an extent I'm like at this point it's not my monkey, not my circus. I have I have the same kind of thoughts like about my fucked up ex because like he was a narcissist for one thing, but for the whole relationship he blamed me. I was the cycle. I was crazy. Everything was my fault. And you know how I know I won? Because I'm in a fucking happy, stable relationship right now and he's out there miserable. Yeah. And he still sends me emails asking me to come back and I'm like, I fucking was not the problem there. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I wasn't the validation. problem. Validation. Like I'm in yeah. a happy relationship. I'm capable of a happy relationship. And all the stuff he told me was just so that I would believe that I couldn't do any better than him. Yeah. And, and then, then once I yeah. got far enough away, I was like, oh, no, you're the asshole. Hurt people, hurt people, right? Yeah. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's nothing more validating than seeing it to an extent. And I should look at it this way because although it's petty, it really helps me feel better and move on. Is that, you know, when you see somebody fall back into their pattern and their cycles. Good. Yeah. Because you, you're getting what you want. Because clearly you learned, but maybe they haven't. Right. And, and they, maybe they haven't, you know? Yeah. And it's like, who who's really looking at themselves? Right. You know? Right. No, the person who moves on to happiness. The person who stays in their old bullshit and calls you up crying. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, they were wrong. That was well, the one who was wrong. I mean, yeah. you know, not that every, anybody's you know, like, completely not at no, fault. No, no, I mean, no. And like, to an extent, I'm human and I empathize. And I'm like, I hope whoever it was and all my exes... Find happiness. Yeah. But you know, my, my sponsor told me the other day, he said, you know what? Sometimes they don't though. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to be okay with that as well. Yeah. Right. So wish them happiness. And if they don't, that sucks, but it's not my job. Has nothing to, to do worry with about you. It. Right. Right. It you doesn't know? have any, like we can't go. And I think that's something else that a lot of people in recovery have is a lot of codependency issues and we want to fix people and we want to yeah. help people and we yeah. want to make sure that nobody's hurting as bad as we've been hurt inside. Yeah. But that's just not our fucking department. No. Like, not you know, my, I'm my department, period. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and I'm happy and I'm happy and life is good. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, everything, everything's, everything's great right now. And it's this is always this is always fucking fun. Yeah, like, like this is always makes me feel better. Yeah, no, it's nice. We got a we got a good thing. Yeah, so I think we could wrap up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, do we have any ideas for next for next next time? Nothing yet. We can we can ponder on a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. Let's I was gonna that. think about it for sure. Let's think about it. Something good. If you guys are listening to this and enjoy, uh, Dops uh, on Instagram, Dops. Uh, Dos podcast on Twitter, dating another pastor suicide on Facebook, and then uh, Dops podcast at gmail dot com. I'm forgetting one. Twitter? No. Do you oh, have, do you have a Twitter? I did Twitter. I just said Twitter. Oh, you can find us on Google Play. Oh, okay. Google Play. You, you can find us on SoundCloud and then on Apple Podcasts. And we also, if you go to KY Productions, Q U E G U A Y Productions dot com, um, you can become part of the Patreon. Excellent. Excellent. And by the way, you handle all of that stuff and I appreciate it. Thank you for making me do no administrating. No, 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 (laughs) no. This is what I do. I'm a producer, so I produce. All right. Later. Bye.